ladies and gentlemen it is the geek goons podcast and um we're here and we're gonna be doing episode nine, nine? yeah yeah fuck we're getting old mm. <laughs> i don't know how that factors into age mm. uh but this episode we have a guest um and so it's gonna be a surprise we're gonna get right into it. we're gonna jump right into it uh in this intro here, yeah. I think we're probably gonna skip the part where we call them and everything, but yeah, maybe, just, yeah, yeah, we might just hop right into it. Yeah. And if we hop right into it, we'll hop into it now. Nah. Reese, I won't say your last name, I'll save your anonymity. Uh, but guest number two, uh, we're here. Um, old Reese is how we're gonna introduce you. How about that? Yeah, because I'm young Reese and old Reese, uh. And yeah, we were just talking about Thor uh, with our first guest. Uh, we were talking about, uh, I think Twight asked him a question. Uh, what the fuck did you ask him? You uh, said, how did he feel about Thor? Um, I just mainly his general expectations. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just expectations of Thor. I haven't seen it. Um, uh, he hasn't seen it. You haven't seen it. The, the previous guest, Chris, hasn't seen it either. So we're all, you know, uh, virgins in this. Yeah, yeah, we're all virgins in this area. <laughs> But uh, I kind of had a, a, a broader idea when I was thinking about this because I was listening to another podcast of mine, a, a music podcast, and they were referencing the Thor movie. And the guy kind of brought up that um, the MCU may be in a slump. And I thought that that was interesting because, uh, like, that for a casual viewer to say that, hey, um, is the MCU to question if the MCU is in a slump after Doctor Strange, after No Way Home. And now for Thor, which the guy didn't like Thor, but uh, that's interesting to me. Do you think that that the MCU is uh, is in a slump phase now? I wouldn't, technically speaking, kids movie. Yeah, but I'm saying like we grew up with them. Like the first Avengers came out when I was like fucking 15. I think we were both 15 at that time. Like uh, that's what I mean. Like, do you think we could be aging out of it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, because I'm what 11 years older than you. Yeah. And I, so Iron Man one for me, I was 11 years older. <laughs> yeah. I was already like a full grown adult pretty much. Yeah. And Iron Man came out and it hit me, arguably, I imagine in the exact same way that it hit you. Right. Uh, it was just a really special moment in film. It was, it, it's just, that's one of those things to me, like to even question that kind of hurts my feelings a little bit, to be honest, because it's like, I fucking loved the entire mcu and and i even love the new strange but a lot of people have been kind of uh even twice you've been kind of like a uh like a a, i don't want to say like it's not like a a hater but just like i don't like that like i'm not a fan of it because i rated a nine i think twice rates it uh seven seven yeah and you've just seen it what do you rate what was that i rate a nine seven yeah but what did you rate like what? I don't know what film we're talking about. Oh, strange, strange, strange. Strange, yeah. Yeah, the new one. Okay. So yeah. So I got a lot of thoughts about strange. Really? Uh, what do you rate it first? Let's open up with that. That's tough. I'd probably give it somewhere kind of in between you both. Okay. Give it like an eight and a half. Okay. Maybe eight, eight and a half. But the reason being is like so. I love the Marvel formula. I get that it's generic. I get that it's the same old, but like it works for me. Yeah. As a 37 year old, I can shut off my brain. I can be 12 again, and I can just soak it in. Right. Um. Uh. 
Doctor Strange, for the most part, when it felt formulaic, it was fine. It is what it is. I was enjoying it. But then the director, as you guys know, is Sam uh, Raimi. And when when I saw him in it, is when I was like, oh, this movie's boring. Like this. Wait, wait, did you say soaring? Soaring. Like just cruising along. Like it is crushing. When I could see Raimi's. See no no see now now that's that, now, that's funny because uh uh and if you haven't please go back and watch we have a Doctor Strange episode um and when we're talking about it I think uh uh that was I think we were talking when we were going back and forth about it I think that was one of Twite's issues Negatives. with it yeah because yeah, yeah, like, it made it so campy yeah, yeah. of, of yeah. Sam Raimi so I can admit that Raimi is a acquired taste more or less but i think he has deserved his respect like he's hmm. he's done enough like this is the guy who gave us the first three spider like we don't have dr strange we don't have the mcu without spider-man hitting the way it hits uh, sam Raimi did that <laughs> like, yeah, uh... he's the guy who did that um and for me in dr strange 2 that third act Pretty much from when they go to meet the evil Doctor Strange, pretty much from that moment on was just rainy centric. Right. The way he even played Zombie Strange, the way Cumberbatch played it, was like an Evil Dead zombie. See, I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't pick. I couldn't pick that up because I'm not like as into Strange. Uh, and also just a little background for uh audience. Uh, this is my movie guy. Like, this is my, you know, like, this is the, 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 uh, give me a fucking movie reference where it's like a, you know what I mean, like a pat. what is the Padawan versus the shit in Star Wars? You know what I'm talking about. I'm the Jedi, you're the Padawan. Yeah, there you go. Cool. That, um, when it comes to movies. So, uh, I didn't feel, I didn't notice Raimi in that. Like, I wasn't looking at that. I was just kind of like, oh, this shit is all right, like, this shit is cool. You know what I mean? I didn't pick up any of the Raimi tricks every every moment. Totally fair, which is totally fair. You guys are a bit younger. Like, Raimi's a guy that should be on your guys' uh, definite radar. Uh, I will say this. I'm not, like, a Raimi head. Like, I'm right. not the guy who defends everything that he does. He is a pretty divisive director as far as he's got a very specific vision. And I think where his cheesiness for me, where it works, is it's so sincere. Yeah. A good example is The Matrix. Like, they made a movie that was based off anime, kung fu films, you know, like uh, 90s, 80s action films. But they did it with such a sincerity that even though if you look at it now, like with time passing, you're like, the whole trench coat thing, all that. <laughs> it is cheesy, but I love that shit. No, it's so sincere. Like, it's coming from such a real place. Like, when Rainey came up with the musical note fight. The whip fight. Oh, in, in Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it played cheesy to anyone, in his mind, to him, it was the coolest possible thing that could happen in this. And I think there's something yeah. special about that. Like, I don't think we get a lot of sincerity in current cinema. I think even Marvel films, and you know I am a Marvel fan. Yeah. But to talk shit a little bit about Marvel is 
even their sense of humor is, let's make fun of this type of sense of humor. Let's make fun of how crazy this film is. Let's make fun of us doing a weird thing before the audience can make fun of it, right? Yeah. But like, with Raimi, most of it, there were a couple scenes in there where I was like, this is a little, this is, like, gross. <laughs> like, it's just, I didn't like how some of the jokes were. Because, like, yeah. Strange shouldn't be quipping. He's not Tony Stark. He used to chill on the quips. Yeah, and I was kind of I was kind of having a, a thing about that. Like I was uh, kind of looking back at it, and I was like, I don't know why he's being like overly sarcastic at that times. Like, I think the best the, there's a perfect and a, a there or there's an example of the best and the worst use of Doctor Strange conversationally in Doctor Strange uh, two, and it's the best is when he's in the diner with America Chavez and Wong, mm-hmm. and she's doing the fast talking, he's reacting to her. That's perfect. Like, yeah. he's, he's hilarious in that scene. But he's also not going for the joke. The worst example is when we meet the uh, uh, Illuminati, and he's making bad breath jokes left and right. <laughs> <laughs> that felt too Tony Stark for you? It was just really a weird, it felt weird. I didn't love that I didn't need that sequence, if I'm being honest. Like, I didn't need yeah, the entire Illuminati. I didn't need that in the movie. Yeah. Well, what's cool about that, though, quite, is that I think Rainey agrees with you. I think, I think what you saw and what we all saw was the studio being like, we got to get people excited for these cameos. This is exciting, blah, blah. And Rainey was like, right, I don't want to do that. And I like, got to do it. He was cool. And now I'm going to kill that. <laughs> it was just fucking it, murder. It was just all. how he wrote the like. It was just a lot of things that just how mm-hmm. he wrote the narrative in the movie to where it sort of can't like can, was counterproductive to mm-hmm. it. And I I get his formula of how he works movies, but it's sort of difficult when you approach a, a pre existing franchise mm, and try to put your touch in it. And it was just a lot of things that was off. So it got chaotic for you. Got madness. No, it ah, didn't. As no. a matter of fact, that's a, so, that's a terrible part is that this is the one movie that should have been... Oh, yeah. That was another thing. Um, the, they, we were discussing on, on uh, our Strange episode, and we'll get back to Thor at some point, but uh, uh, our Strange episode, we were talking about like how we had wished to see the movie jump around a li- little bit more, you know, like because it was a multiverse of madness, madness and we only saw like one, one, or multi, one or two multiverse worlds or some shit like that. I don't fully disagree with that. Uh, I think it sounds like, if I'm being honest, and this is speculation, I'm not in the quote biz. I don't talk to these people. What do you mean? You are in the biz, bro. You live in California. You're there. You're there. You're there. (laughs) I'm like biz adjacent. Okay. Uh, uh, But it sounds like the problem, and they're the same problems I have. That's, that's, you have an auteur film. You've got a guy who has a specific style. And then you're asking him to be a part of a large machine. Like, I need, mm. instead of being a very specific guy. But, like, I think. And I think so, you think they put restraints on him? I think he was willing to have them put on him because he wanted to work back in a big, you know, because he's, he's had an interesting career. <laughs> I don't know his entire lineup of movies, honestly. Yeah, that, that's. I just know Spider Man. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So we can talk about his career for two hours. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, but I think this was him kind of being like, I need to get myself back out there. Yeah. I haven't done a film in a minute. I'm, I've proven myself with big budget stuff. I can play with the big budget people. I can play with the producers. I can play with the team. But I think just who he is as a filmmaker, I think when we see the third act, and even that that second set piece, you've got that first opening set piece, which to me was just Marvel copying. It was just a lot of lights, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. At America right away, just boom, we're absolutely in it. That was very Marvel. That second fight with the big octopus thing. That yeah. was straight up Raimi clawing like, like, like zombie strange at the end, he was clawing out of the grave to be like, no, 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 I'm still ranked. Watch, watch, I got it. That's cool. I would love to have a deeper, uh, deeper relationship with the Raimi movies to, to appreciate that. Like, cause I have that with different directors a little bit. For sure. I think it's important when you approach a movie, like, like, I, I personally, I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but when I approach a movie, like, I take in a lot of stuff into account. Like, usually the first time I watch it, it's at face value. But if it's intriguing, like, I look into it. And I think Strange 2 is something that's really interesting because of who they put behind it. It's weird. It is weird as hell that they got Raimi to do it. Like, that's a weird... Who was the original director? Do you remember? Uh, Scott Derrickson, who directed the first one. And that was going to push more like a horror. He, he should have. fucking we, he, we needed yeah, so so he just came out with Black Phone. Oh, I heard about that shit. Yeah. Have you heard about that one, Toy? I heard of it. Yeah, I want to yeah. watch it. It's a horror, apparently. It's really enough about the director, so I don't want to like put this out there that this is a thing. This is speculation or just kind of what I'm gathering. But like, he's been in an interview where he was like, "No, it's not that Marvel didn't like the script. Like, I think there were things that didn't work, but it wasn't like it's too scary. You got to go. It was more- yeah." Scott Derrickson chose to walk away because he's had some personal stuff that as a filmmaker, he's kind of been avoiding. And to my understanding, Black Phone is him getting that yeah. out there. It's getting his psychology out there, his trauma, his past trauma. This is his story. But to him, it was just, yes, it's crazy to walk away from Marvel, but this is important to me personally. Well, let's, let's so switch gears. Let's switch gears really quick. Uh, so with No Way Home, seeing that, Strange seeing that, and Thor kind of having some mixed love in between it, uh, you think that that, that Marvel uh, goes where from this? Because personally, I think that uh, it is becoming more chaotic. I think the last good things we have were Shang-Chi and Loki and WandaVision. Uh, Strange... It was good to me. No Way Home was good to me, but I didn't feel the love. And I think I don't think, ironically, I'll feel the love out of Thor. I don't. I really don't think okay. I'll feel it. So fair. I, I actually I do have a take on it. And I hate that. I hate that, bro. Like I hate that shit. Like and and I think me and Twitter talked about it too. Uh, we were talking about kind of like where we stand with Marvel because you wouldn't you weren't oh, even yeah. willing to see Thor. I don't. Oh well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like. That's I'm, You know, I've never been like deeply ingrained in MCU. I'm like, right. okay, these characters I like, I'll go watch this movie and this movie, but right. I've never been like, because it's just... How do you, how do you <laughs> feel about uh, Thor Ragnarok? To me, that movie, that basically threw the hook and threw all... Uh, all. 
a lot of company in there just to make a, th- a Thor movie bearable. Like, mm. if it was... I like Ragnarok. To give Did you, you like it? I, it was... No, nah, I didn't really like oh, it. Okay. Like, to give you an idea, the director that made Thor Love and Thunder said in an article that in order to make this a good Thor movie, he had to make a movie that Thor fans wouldn't like. And I was I just think like, I did read that I shit, was but like, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that meant. Reese, you actually brought that up to me. I delved into that because I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Said was, he actually went and explained what he meant by that. He did say, I don't think a lot of Thor fans might like where this is going. But then he explained, this is Thor in love. To mm. me, he's more speculating on what fans want. I'm okay with Thor being. I have no problem with that. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about that. Curveball he's throwing at me. That's a pill I can swallow. Um, I'll say this. For whatever phase this is now, right? Like, again, for me, Iron Man through Endgame. Iron Man through Endgame. Fucking masterpiece. It's all perfect. It's not all perfect. As a whole. As a one entire entity. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Exactly. It is a masterpiece. If nothing else, it is a masterpiece of just business. Did you wait? Well, no, no, no. You just, no, you just see twice. You didn't see like, that. <laughs> he held off a little bit. He's like, oh, wait a minute. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's just, let's just agree to disagree. <laughs> on on uh, it being a masterpiece? Yeah. Are you talking like movies wise or is it complete? I'm going to be honest. If you look at it from a business standpoint, I think okay. it's a- I can agree on a, on a business standpoint. A business standpoint, I agree with Yeah, because that shit yeah. gross like yeah. the yeah. building. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. But okay, are we talking in terms of storytelling, kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, storytelling. Right. Like it's a, it, it's when we talk about a coherent story. It's mm-hmm. a lot of things, and that comes with the responsibility of always having to keep a story going. Where mm. it was a lot of things that added in that movie that they didn't expand upon, so they can see. So I can Wait, say, what in uh, Endgame. Oh, okay, okay. Where they can say, hey, you know, we're going to expand on this later in the universe. And then it was just some aspect of characters that they just destroyed. And they just... I didn't like the Hulk. I didn't like... The Hulk him and, and the I get, Yeah, him and I get in arguments often about yeah. how they treated the, Hulk in that. The, I didn't the like Thor, I, I can deal with the Hulk, but I didn't give Thor any type of redemption from what he did in Endgame. From what mm. happened from Infinity War. Like, he never mentally recovered from that. And that would have been... That's literally what the character needed. Ultimately, more interesting because they gave us a broken character of these Uh, people who are gods and monsters. They gave us a broken human character. I don't mind him being broken, but what like what my issue is is like they never had him like at all any interaction with Thanos. Where it was in relation to how he missed his head, how like he's gonna try to redeem, like just no internal character dialogue or anything where like it shows or like that this is my second chance, you know? And, just, oh, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. and it's just, it's just never, yeah, it just never was a right. thing. That's right. So for me personally, that his story wrapped for me pretty much when he got his hammer back with his mom. Like, ah, uh, yeah, you're talking about that. I think he's talking about that scene. <laughs> Yeah, so he spent the whole movie not being worthy in his brain. Right. He's he's let his planet die. He's let his friends, family die. And then he's shown through a, a chat with his mom, which is very, you know, uh, uh, emotional for him, that he, he is worthy. And he proves it by holding out uh, uh, Mjolnir, 
come back, yeah, be worthy. Like that's his art. That was his art. Like I, I you may not be in love with it. I think <sighs> I can appreciate Thor not getting his one-on-one Thanos badass moment of like, watch. I'm because that's what I wanted for Hulk. Oh, just even just internal dialogue or just him like acknowledging like you know like I would have settled for like. Where like he I think that's what the mom thing like, was. <sighs> okay, like like Thanos is right here. Yeah, I'm not gonna let that mistake happen again. You know, I'm okay. You know, yeah, just... I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, didn't he have that? I don't know the exact line, but wasn't there that line where he's the first one waiting for Thanos and Cap and Iron Man come up to him? Well, he was just like, uh, he's just sitting there. That's what. Oh yeah, like he was like, oh yeah, yeah. No, he's not afraid. Yeah, true. He's worthy now. See, but I think I guess, I guess you know. In thinking of of because I think a lot of people didn't don't really or didn't really know what to to think of when to think of uh, when they wanted Thor uh, Love and Thunder, uh, but I guess the the proper evolution of somebody healing essentially if you if you feel that they heal right the proper evolution of that is all right I'm love I'm in love now you know I'm finding love you know I'm branching <sighs> off I guess my, my mind think with it, like I don't have an issue with him being in love it's just yeah. like over like watching Thor over the course of like his four movies and his cameos that they like the MCU doesn't quite know what they want to do with the character. And there's always been a parent with like, I think, I think, the, I think the actor Chris Hemsworth himself is like started to add his own little whatever's into it. You know what I mean? I would argue, yeah. I, I, I actually do agree with that, but I think they did figure him out after I think Thor Ragnarok is the MCU thing. We know how to do Thor. Now we understand. Because that, that, that did well. I think that was, that was like, it did really well. In the I, I think if you guys Googled it or did a stat check or, <clears throat> or even a Twitter poll, I think you would find Thor Ragnarok is ranked at probably top five MC. I don't know. That's a bold statement uh, yeah, there. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that. I know, but yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm saying if you check the list, if you check, like, and like, Admittedly, I listen to a ton of podcasts, and Ragnarok is one of those ones that that sticks out for people. Like it's yeah. kind of a special one in a way because it was like they don't have to be cookie cutter. Yeah, I can give you something different. My concern for Love and Thunder is now Taika has yet to let me down. I have no reason to believe he's going to let me down here. I think he directed. Um, um uh, I think he directed a show that Twilight likes. Uh, what's that uh show with the um? No, I don't know if it's what we do in shadows. What was that uh, show that you were watching? Uh, Reservation Dogs. Reservation yeah, yeah, Dogs. That, yeah. that he did. Uh, uh, same director, Thor: Love and Thunder, did that, and Ragnarok. He has a smaller hand. I think he's working with an actual Native American because it is a very Native yeah. He would definitely. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a Native New Zealander. He's, uh, I believe, the term is Maori. Yeah. Uh, did you finish so that? I, yeah, of like, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, so I don't, I don't have a reason to believe he's gonna let me down. My concern is, is from the trailers, which I'm excited about. Here's the thing: I don't, I don't keep current with the Thor comics. I don't know much about Gore the God Butcher, but I Google. Yeah, I, I, I definitely check them out as I do with this stuff. The movie inherently has to be darker. Yeah, I think. Ragnarok even comes close to which I'm fine with you know I love that shit like this is a dude who straight up it is in the title he murks God <laughs> yeah 
And the trailer looks real fun. And there's a couple black and white scenes, which I'm assuming is probably the climax. Yeah. But my concern is, I actually, you know what, as I'm saying this, I don't know if I do have that concern, because Jojo Rabbit, did you guys see that one? No, I haven't, but I want to. It's on my list. Don't spoil it. So I, I won't spoil it, but he, he does a phenomenal job at balancing really big laughs yeah. with the fucking Holocaust. Like he's he's <laughs> all right. I'm not mad at that. Like if you could do that, then fuck. As an imaginary threat. Yeah. To the main to the main kid character. Is Imagine player. pitching that to Hollywood. Played by Taika. Yeah. It's a delight. But I'll tell you right now, they don't shy away from the real. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Jojo Rabbit. I'm definitely gonna watch Jojo Rabbit. In the balance. Because to what I understand of the character and what I understand of the trailer, there's a balance that needs to get met somewhere. Yeah. And I hope he does it again, though. Like, How do you think Bale does? What's that? Bale? How do you think Bale? What kind of question? <laughs> I knew you were going to respond like that. I knew you were going to be like, come on, dude. I can't speak to the dude of the dude. I, I think he's got like, some temperament issues. Maybe. <laughs> But I, Who doesn't, right? Yeah. I think he's one of the like actors that you just know is a sure bet. I think sometimes he can chew scenery a little bit and go a little over the top for us, but it really I hated him as Batman. Hated him. I, I won't say hated him as Batman, but I was not a fan. No, I would argue you liked him as Batman. You didn't like his Batman voice. I didn't like his Batman voice. And I always liked his villains just a like bit the more. Movie. I didn't like what, the but man? Yo, I didn't like Batman. But his villains were always cooler than him. That was my problem with Bale in, 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 in his movies. Batman problem in general, isn't it? The plot was just all over yeah, the place in his movies, yeah. honestly. The, my biggest thing was just the plot in the third one. The third one. The, the third the, one was just, like fucking just awful. Bane, just Bane. Oh, I, I agree with you, Fight. Fully. Like, I, I think the first one was like, okay, all right, this is, might be something to watch. The second one. Oh, my fucking yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this and the third one well how do you live up to the second one though if you're making the third how okay, do you live okay. up to that there's a reason that that happened that's that's more studio involvement that's that's that and the death of hate heath ledger yeah that was riding on heath ledger you know the character yeah film. like he died i think that would play an important well, role help because he probably would have used joker the third but he didn't he didn't have a real story for the third. he had a very specific story for the first two yeah, he kind of was okay with wrapping it up after two. Uh, the studio was like, "We need, we got to have more." And he's like, "All right, I'll do this, I guess." Yeah, so I don't think his heart in that third one like it is the first two. Okay, I can believe that. Given how people how how it got it 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 was received, I can I think I can. It's definitely that. apparent. That's all I can say. It's like apparent as hell. Yeah, I think it's got some cool stuff in it for sure. If I'm being honest, I love all the weird. Scarecrow courtroom stuff. I don't mind that. It's just like, like plot hole stuff. Just like obvious gaps were like, hey, the city's <laughs> on lockdown. I have a dislocated back and I have no funds, but somehow I snuck. I got back into the country, snuck back <laughs> into a lockdown city. Or hey, I'm Batman and like the whole city's on lockdown. People are like dying. You're tearing apart the story. <laughs> the third one wanted you to rely on some comic book logic that the first two kind of shut down. Where they're like, no, 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 we can make this real. We can make this, like, gritty. And the third one was like, ah, we are a comic book after all. <laughs> Fucking throw it in there. Yeah. You are. This works. But the first two are really, like, 
pretty. It sounds like yeah. it sounds like one of those things you know on cartoons when like a cartoon character would just like pull a bazooka out of his back out of nowhere, <laughs> like that type of shit. Like imagine that happened on a live action show. And they, were, they were literally just riding the hype of the movie because like like the part like it's the fun epic conclusion. Like this man put gasoline all the way across a frozen river, up a bridge to make the bat signal, and people like dying. Gave away the element <laughs> of surprise because they thought he was dead. Well, that's movie magic, man. Stop tearing apart. <laughs> well, I think though that's my biggest disconnect, maybe with you guys a little bit. Is so for me, like Doctor Strange two, mm-hmm. even Batman three, right? So what is that? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're bad movies from very good directors, and to me, that goes a very long way. Like you take Spielberg's worst film, you still got. That's a fair point. <laughs> that's how I felt a little bit about Dark Knight Rises, where as I'm watching, I'm like, this isn't up to par with the first two, but we're watching a guy who's a proven badass filmmaker. Like, he's going to give you some shit. And, like, I've gotten to the point with the MCU specifically that I, the continuity is so tough now. They've got TV shows. Yeah. Like at the beginning of all this, what we had to wait six months per movie. Yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, now Miss Miss Marvel, which I love, by the way, I think it's great. Miss I haven't Marvel seen it. Aired the next week after Moon Knight finale. What? For real? It was yeah. that quick. So, oh, I don't like finale, that. A week went by. Miss Marvel hit. Miss Marvel was out for maybe an episode. Doctor Strange came. And it's like, okay, you guys are giving us a lot, a lot of material here. Yeah, it's at that... Uh, yeah. I, I will also say about that, though, is that they had a lot of movies and content on mm-hmm. hold when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So then a lot of that stuff sort of just like piled together yeah and, and now then, you think you're saying like that they have yeah. to release it but they and have then, more and, then, yeah. and then they still have to maintain yeah. the momentum to yeah it's always and that that's also been a proven problem in the order of the releases right? oh yeah that's yeah. That, that's a, that's a yeah. great point because um uh reese and i were talking not too long ago we were talking about uh how we think that uh i was talking to him about how we were talking about uh, it should be ordered, like how we were saying that No Way Home should have came after Strange. Uh, I think that's what we were saying. It's supposed to. And yeah. In the film, there's a character plot that happens. It doesn't make sense. So Ned becomes magic, right? It, mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. His grandma's magical somehow. So he's magic. He can use the sling ring to open up a portal, right? Yeah. Didn't make sense without all that feel. That's because Doctor Strange had, had it come out first. That was America Chavez with that. Oh, so he opened the portal. So it made more sense. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. Script. And then the whole WandaVision, that whole show was about her arc of coming to terms with these kids' law. Then we hit Doctor Strange 2, and the whole arc is I haven't dealt with these kids' law. Well, no, that means WandaVision needs to be after you. Yeah. Why we went through a whole storyline that doesn't need that of happening. <laughs> yeah, that 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 really begs the question of I think it could be where as like I'm kind of losing the the momentum. I'm like I'm I'm a part of the train, but I'm not like I'm not just, you know, like 
at the at the first you know at the on the first seat or anything anymore. Like it's so, it's I'm I never so, been. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still on the train. I watch them different. Yeah, same, same. That's that's a good way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Iron Man through Endgame is I do think I'm not saying it was perfect, but I'm saying the con- I get fucking goosebumps watching Iron Man. The continuity is pretty um, solid as far as keeping everything together and make it make sense. But at this point, I guess now I just don't need to think about that stuff. That's true. To be honest, like, I watched Doctor Strange 2, and I didn't really start critiquing it until my second watch. Because I had yeah. a black. I had a black. Yeah. Movie. I was like, this is fun. Now, to me, I think in order for me to keep watching the MCU, that's just how I watch them. Um, yeah, like, it's not serious for you anymore, yeah. I will say this, not to just throw shade for the sake of throwing shade, but I feel like I got to stand up for Marvel a little bit. Marvel's been crushing it for so long that they're now just starting to like lag, and DC hasn't even got to where they can crush it like Marvel has yet. That's true. Well, I see. They have in general, I will say the thing with Marvel is that since no one else is doing it, that people have just been sort of like taking anything. Like Marvel's at the point where they can literally put out a fucking pile of shit with a fucking <laughs> superhero mask, and it would at least get some type of six or seven. And people are still just okay, you know, and just. Pass I think it's two, I think it's two type of ways to look at that. That's either indicative of how fucking stellar they've been, or it's uh, something else. It's but just, I think it's, it's not. I think it's, it's how stellar they've been. Yeah. <laughs> I think because you say that twice, but I would argue they haven't had a piece of shit. They've had movies that aren't nearly as good. Captain Marvel. I was, I was going to say that. I was going to say Marvel. Honestly, I would argue Doctor Strange is probably close to the second. The second one? Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's Thor two. A lot of people didn't like Thor two. He didn't wasn't a fan of Thor two. I don't think. I'm. I'm I think I'm only the fan of Thor two. Pretty much. In the bottom three, probably. But I liked it. I really did. I was watching it the other day. Yeah, I was fucking like, fuck Black it. Widow. But I also, Black Widow's alright. So, right. Black Widow. The, to be honest, I think the only problem Black Widow had was when it came out. When it came out was a big issue. Not so, not Taskmaster himself and how he was a fucking machine. I didn't like that. I didn't like. I didn't like certain elements of it. But I never really love all elements of it. How attached are you to some of these characters that you have a problem with? Like, are you reading a lot of comic books with Taskmaster in it? Like, Fuck no. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty attached to, to the character Taskmaster. Character. Like he, like. They, there's certain characters that you know when they introduce them, you're like, okay, they don't have enough heroes to really make these characters, this XY character work. And you you know, like, you already know that it's not going to be like. You're saying it's not fleshed out enough for you to, to introduce this character. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. sort of how I felt I when they did Civil War. I was like, bro, y'all got six people. Y'all can maybe have, like, a basketball game on, like, a, <laughs> uh, you know, like, half court. Like, come on. That's a fair Civil War complaint. But, so I've read the comic. I think the comic's great. I think for them, with at the time, keep in mind they didn't own Fox. They didn't. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. It's just like the characters. Right. They did a pretty exceptional job with Civil War. For like, I think a lot of filmmaking is problem solving. Sometimes when I can see that happen in a film, that goes a long way for me. I usually, I usually, I usually attribute it to like iteration. 
Yeah, like I usually attribute it to like this is my iteration. Like, sure, this is in comic, but this is my iteration of what this movie. Well, see, the thing is, like, if they were to put those things, like, because like they can't come out with a, with another Taskmaster, they can't yeah. come out with another Civil War yeah. right now. Like, they came out with another Mandarin. A I'm, just, bit. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I would have rather for them to put it on hold and, and like create like or take another plot that that can work to the story just as yeah. well. And yeah, doesn't it kind of doesn't it kind of suck now that it uh. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of suck that now that uh, they've got like the rights to Fox and shit? Now th- we have to question if the MCU is tanking a little bit. Not tanking like for real, for real, but you know, you can't have Captain America and Logan together. Let's say from now on, every Marvel movie that comes out is trash, right? I don't right. think it will be. I think they've got too many smart people behind them at this point. Right. Let's say they're all trash. What what year is Iron Man? Come out. I don't have that off the top of my head. Oh, eight. Been... 2008, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So we've had since 08, pretty much, when did Endgame come out? 2019? Yeah. 2019. 2019. So we've had 08, 2019. Uh, and I know you're not on this camp quite, but like, Reese, for me and you, some better than others, but they haven't had a straightness. And even like, I know Captain Marvel yeah. is my favorite. We, we talked about this. Pretty sure you, that movie's not. You're not the target artist. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not the. Yeah, I'm not the, the person for that. I can tell you when I saw that in theaters, I just got the news I was having a daughter, like the day of. Yeah, oh, I remember that. 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 I've watched it since. I'm very aware of its flaws. The first third is pretty trash. I think it doesn't really start taking off till she meets Sam Jackson. Um, but like that movie wasn't for us. Necessarily. Yeah. That like that's for the girl in the aisle who her dad drugged her to it. She didn't want to go, and now she's like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, that's what crazy, yo. That I, I guess the MCU isn't tanking. It's it's we're getting different elements that aren't for us anymore. Yeah, I it's, wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say that in every aspect because it's like it's some areas just in general story wise where mm-hmm. it's just not coherent or they're not like. Way, uh, that's where they're losing the thread. But can you speak to that? Can you give me just out of curiosity? Can you give me examples between Iron Man and Endgame of that? Like, because to me, I think the story. Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Okay, what? Where's the continuity issue? Okay, so you introduce this big pile element that Star Lord is so has some celestial or cosmic, you know, type of uh, deity. They don't bring that up at all. It doesn't play any role in. The Infinity Stones, you know, in game. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like, oh, it's the second one could have not happened. Like, literally. Yeah. Okay. How'd you read it? For me, him being able to hold that Infinity Stone in Guardians 1 for as long as he did by himself before everyone else helped him, that, that to me was, that's his celestial blood. And then I thought, I could be wrong, it's been a minute since I've seen it. Yeah. Maybe the reason they don't bring it up again is didn't at the then when he killed uh, uh, ego. ego, which by the way, can we talk about Kurt fucking Russell? Oh, fucking love Kurt Russell! Come on, man. Do you expect anything less? Come on. Just big, just a big-headed, beautiful log. Yeah, love Kurt Russell, man. Um, once he died, I thought it was even said that his powers were gone with him. Even like with his. That up. From what I understood, like the the blood was still there, like that aspect of him was still there. He just wasn't, and like, cause when when he was gonna merge with the with the planet, like it was gonna give him like 
an amazing like actual like powers powers he's not gonna get like he doesn't have that power line to go down anymore but it's still like prison in him and it's like yeah, i just introduced that it's like it's like to me guardians of the galaxy 2 was like an episode rather than like an actual movie because it was just more hey we're gonna we're together now we're close as a family like it did it it like none of the things that happened in guardians of the galaxy 2 really felt like it played a role in in, in the rest War. of the yeah yeah okay yeah um yeah i don't have anything for that uh well uh, I guess my only defense of that is for me, Ragnarok and the two Guardians films kind of specifically feel the closest of all of the MCU that are kind of doing their own thing. And okay. I felt that for Guardians 2, they may not have spoke to it as the universe, but they wrapped up some pretty large character threads from the first Guardians, thus the whole... Uh, uh, Mary Poppins or I'm your daddy thread, right? Yeah. The whole Yondu father thread was, I thought, a massive story arc. Like, just just a big, real, big circle getting closed. Yeah. James Gunn has already made it very apparent. No, 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 he's dead dead. Like... Yeah, I know, right? Not even pulling him back. Do that. Um, and it's kind of... That's kind of that's funny because... Uh, James Gunn fucking murders every movie that he's he's doing pretty much as of late. Like, uh, uh but but hey, uh, we are at fifty something minutes, so we'll wrap it up soon. Um, before we get out of here, uh, because at some point I have to eat. Uh, <laughs> do you have any recommendations or anything, um, like movies wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. Okay, so for you guys specifically. Let me recommend three Raimi movies for you. Please. That I think can help with Doctor Strange 2. That's an important that's an important thing. It's <laughs> gonna be blasphemous to any Raimi fan listening mm-hmm. that I skip the first two, but watch Army of Darkness, which is the third film of the Evil Dead. Oh, uh, I've seen it. My brother, uh yeah. Okay. Army of Darkness? Okay. Yeah. Alright. His brother's a, a huge movie nut, by the way. His his brother uh aspiring director. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Simple Plan, which is him trying to do a grown-up movie, so he's not doing all the, his usual camera tricks and stuff like that. Uh, and the third one would be a movie called uh, Drag Me to Hell. I've seen that one. I've seen that one as well. Seen Drag Me to Hell? Yeah. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is Mr. I'm scared of horror movies. Yeah, I don't like horror movies. I'm not a fan. Are you... This is an easy pill to swallow for you, Reese. I promise. All you got to do is just literally not piss off an old bitch. Like, not... Literally, they deal... They, like... They even stereotype gypsies for it. Unless you run into a stereotypical gypsy woman. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you... Okay. okay. Fair enough. I'll check it out. Uh, so... Uh, and I do want to recommend a book, if I could. A book? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's called Blood, Sweat, and Chrome. Hey. <clears throat> oral history of Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Uh-huh. I, have you ever seen Mad Max? I love I've Mad Max. Yeah, I've seen it. It's, the, a, the it's a pretty okay movie. Tom Hardy? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, no, I loved it, bro. It's it okay. Insane. It's just... Twice. Now, now after Raimi, you're going after George Miller? I didn't say it was bad. It was just like the movie's an eight. It's just like, all right, we drive all the way over here just to realize we got to go back all the way over here. It was just. Did you not see the effects in that? I, I, again, it's like an eight. Was... It's an eight for me, but it's just like, again, we 
Let's drive all the way over here. Oh, let's go all the way back again. You, you know, I think if <laughs> I think I think if we if we lay on this, I think we'll be recording for another hour and a half. It's a solid eight. It's a solid eight. For it's me. a ten for me. I got so many thoughts. <laughs> I love so Inception. I love Inception though. Inception is great. Inception is great. I, I love Inception. Inception is great. Yeah. But I, I think Mad Max was a 10 for but, me. But if, if we could hear, I feel like I could pull apart Inception a little bit, too. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, and this has been the Geek Goons Podcast. Uh, Twite, do you want to help us out with the intro, outro here, brother? Um, you yeah. Can end, you can end with whatever. The, this is the Geek Goons Podcast, and this episode we had Reese and uh, Reese. Christopher. Well, yeah, Reese and Reese. Uh, young Reese, old Reese. And uh, you can give an outro to Reese. You can actually say something here. All right. Well, fellas, uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I like getting out my thoughts on shit. Y- you didn't nearly get out as many thoughts about movies as you would have, as your as your mind can hold. Yeah, you're right. Well, dude, I had planned on getting on with ten minutes and we hit fifty. Imagine if I planned for fifty. That's true. Good point. Great fucking point. All right, man. I'll talk to you later, bro. All right. All right, fellas.